0: welcome to episode 136 of the fantasy timeline a proud member of the dynasty addicts podcast network i'm josh at real fantasy tl i am with the co-host with the most drew at dr underscore p r a drew how you doing man i'm excited to be here we got some fun stuff going on tonight yeah it's it it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh alert we are going to be making a startup giraffe pick so that that's going to be fun we'll talk about it throughout we'll see uh who's on the board what our team makeup looks like and uh and make a pick on here so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun so let's set up this news first and foremost uh first things first, Terry McLaurin, he is getting a 3-year ex- extension. I think it tops out at about 70 million dollars. Uh how are you feeling about this um in general for the uh Commanders and for fantasy?
1: I I don't know that I'm super surprised by it. I mean, he's their best wide receiver at this point. Um you know, he's got his, uh, he's probably in his prime, got a, a few more good years left, so I think it makes sense for them to try to lock him up there. And uh, Yeah, I, I don't know that it does a lot for me for Fantasy as far as moves him up or down, uh, depending on, I guess, how you feel about the Commanders as a franchise. Maybe yeah, you wish he was going to get traded instead and go somewhere else, but uh, overall, he's gotten pretty good usage.
0: Yeah, and the... Yeah, the thing about that is, I am surprised and I'll tell you why. Because it's actually a good move by the Commanders. Uh, they don't make a lot of them. Uh sorry to all the Commanders fans out yeah. there, but let's let's face it, you know, I'm not lying about it. Uh so I was a little surprised. I honestly, if you had told me to bet money on it, I would have bet that they would have. I would say either find a trade for him or let him go. But let's face it, the Commanders don't even usually make moves smart enough to trade a guy that has some value. So they probably just would have let him go for free. That would have been my bet. Uh, but they did the right thing here. I mean, they have Terry McLaurin, who's been proven to be a very good wide receiver in the NFL, and they they use the first round pick on Jahan Dotson. So they're kind of building up that wide receiver room there, uh, giving. Carson Wentz, again, we can talk about commanders and maybe not making the right move. Uh, Carson Wentz is at quarterback. Uh, so you'll have to say that, I mean, the, the funny part about it is if you're looking at just wide receivers, he's probably got better wide receivers than he did last year. I mean, I know we all love uh we all love Michael Pittman, but really, like who who was there after Michael Pittman? You got what that? Paris Campbell, one game, forty-five-year-old mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton, uh, with ha- Ash- Ashton Doolin, um, a couple of uh, Indianapolis uh, substitute teachers. I mean, it wasn't wasn't a great wide receiver room. And even if you look at tight end, I mean, what were they rocking last year? Jack Doyle, Moali Cox. So it wasn't you know a murderer's row there. I think the weapons for the passing weapons for Wentz will be better. So we'll see what happens. Um, maybe they get a quarterback in, in 23, but I feel like we've been saying that for like the last, what, five years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they'll get a quarterback this year. Maybe they'll get it and they, you know, they can't seem to find the guy. So good for Terry McLaurin. I'm glad he's getting his money. Yeah. Um, you know, he's always in that top 15 wide receiver range for fantasy. Um. I'm kind of with you. I don't think it really moves the needle that much as far as his fantasy value. Um he's still on commanders. He still has he still has some uncertainty at quarterback, but he is a he is a good wide receiver. So um good for him. And then this was interesting. I think I think we want to talk about this for a little bit. Um this was Baker Mayfield when he was asked, you know, if Deshaun Watson gets the um, year suspension, which it looks like he might be on track for now. You never know until you know, but uh, it's looking that way. Uh, would he play for the Browns for a year to weather that storm? And he kind of, his quote was, uh, we're ready to move on, I think, on both sides. Now, he also said after that, that, you know, if that were to happen, they would need to reach out to him. Um, what, what does this mean? What, what does Baker mean for, I think, the three teams that he is he is most connected with, which is obviously the team that still uh, has him under contract now, the Browns, and then the two teams that we've heard have been close to trading for him for weeks now, uh, the Panthers and the Seahawks. What do you think? And for fantasy, where would you like to see him go? And saying, saying staying on the Browns for a year is an acceptable answer, if that's your answer.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be – if I were to rank these in order of likelihood, it feels like Seahawks are probably one, Panthers two, Browns a distant third. I don't think Baker's uh, a mature enough person to, uh, to be a professional through it, which I get it. It doesn't feel good to be in his position here, but uh, I don't think he's going to be that consummate professional that's going to go out there and put his head down do his work, put up results, and hope he gets a better situation afterwards. Um, I, I think you know. I think he and Pete Carroll would probably get along pretty well. So uh, I know a lot of people don't see him as much of an upgrade over Drew Locke, but uh, there's a, a pretty significant gap in in the draft capital in that that they both had. And um, yeah, I'm good with him going to either the Panthers or the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I, I think the Panthers probably have better weapons around him with DJ Moore and, and Christian McCaffrey. Um, so he might do a little bit better there. But, uh, yeah, I think he's got to get out of Cleveland, though, is the bottom line. I don't see him staying uh, unless he just absolutely does not have a better
0: offer anywhere else. All right. So I think for fantasy, if we're just going to go with fantasy, I actually think his, his best – Situation is the Panthers. Um, they got they got good weapons there. You got Christian McCaffrey. You know, everybody keeps telling me this is either he stays healthy and plays a bunch of games. So if they're right, they you okay. have Christian McCaffrey, you have uh, DJ Moore. They used a high pick to get a starting left tackle, so they're kind of working on that line. Um. And they have a coach who I, who I think is more willing to throw the ball than um, Pete Carroll mm-hmm. in Seattle. Now the weapons in Seattle—I mean, you got DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett. Um, you know, some people are. Uh, some people have said that the uh, the Rashad Penny train has finally pulled into the station, and we better all get on board because he's going to be a top, you know, twelve running back. Um, that's a thing. They also drafted Kenneth Walker in the second round, mm-hmm. so that's another thing. Um, they also used a very high pick on a uh, on a left tackle. So, uh, you know, you have got you got two situations which aren't too bad. I actually think if I actually think the best situation, and I, would be for him to stay with the Browns, but I didn't even count that because I don't think it's going to happen. And to be honest, you know, people are—you know—I hear a lot of older uh, analysts uh, on all the big stations say, "Well, you know, you know, Baker should just, you know, go back to the Browns and, you know, mend relationships and, and do all this stuff." And it's by a lot of people that have uh, big contracts with these uh, with these stations. They know they're not getting moved out for the for the new hotness. For the next, uh, you know, the next guy down the line, they're they're safe and secure. So they're, sa- you know, and I bet you a lot of these dudes will be pretty damn petty if, you know, I get hired tomorrow for a bigger contract than what they're making to do the same job that they're doing after they've been there. And let's face it, Baker Mayfield. Number one overall pick, right? That doesn't mean a lot because that obviously after you get picked, anything can happen. We've seen number one picks flame out. But he took Cleveland to their first playoff win in like 97 years. Mm -hmm. Not only did he get them to their first playoff win, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in that game. The vaunted, the, the vaunted enemy. The team that, you know, the big brother that's always been holding them down and shutting them out. And and now it's just like, cool, um, you know, we didn't pull you out of games last year when your shoulder was torn to shreds. We allowed you to keep playing. Um, and now we're just like, hey, th- thanks for sacrificing yourself for us, but you're out of here. We, we don't want you anymore. If I was Baker Mayfield, then you know, I got what, probably a dozen years or more on Baker Mayfield, I wouldn't go back either. I'd be like, oh, now you put yourself in a situation because you had me, and I, I've proven that I can win in the NFL, and I've proven that, you know, I can help a team get to a to a to the playoffs and beat a perennial powerhouse in the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. And then you took this other guy who has all kinds of issues. It's not like you took a guy who, you know, squeaky clean, never had a problem, you know, that this man literally has ninety nine (laughs) problems, literally has ninety nine problems. And you took him and you thought you were just going to be able to trade me and get what you wanted. And people are like, well, wait a minute. You have to trade this guy now. So so we can we can give you whatever we want because you either have to take what we give you or keep this guy. Good luck with that, or cut him. <laughs> so they put themselves in this situation and now they're and now other people are saying, well, he should just go back and mend mend men fences. Uh-uh. No, it wouldn't be me. I'm sorry. Hey, you put yourself situation in this situation. And get yourself right back out. That's what I would say. So, I don't blame Baker at all. I think the best situation for him in like a one-year context would be to go to um go to Carolina. Um cuz let's face it, Matt Rule on the hot seat. If he makes a trade for Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is you know getting all the run because he's 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 on the hot seat. And as much as people want to clown on Baker, and, and trust me, Baker hasn't had the uh, the best career, hasn't had a Hall of Fame career, he's better than Sam Darnold. Like, come on, he's better than Sam Darnold. And, and I hope people at me with the Sam Darnold is better, so I can just put the laughing, <laughs> crying faces all over it and walk away. But so we're not I taking
1: mean, Sam Darnold as QB1
0: for our team is what you're saying. I mean, listen, we wait two more rounds. We might be taking Sam Darnold this QB one. <laughs> we we zigged when everyone else zagged, but now, now we've zagged ourselves into a position where uh quarterback is late and so are we. So uh that that'll be interesting to see what uh what what we do with this pick and, and how we go with it. But yeah, man, I mean to everybody St. Baker needs to, you know, just toughen up and you know. Go back to the team with no. Nah. They wouldn't do it if they were in the situation, even though they're preaching for him to do it, and I wouldn't do it either. So, so good for Baker. Uh, tell them, hey, you got 17 games of Jacoby Brissett this year. Good luck with that. I I hope it works out the best for you guys, and if if uh, if Jacoby Brissett gets injured I don't even know who's on the team after that but uh yeah so that's that's how I feel about that but um all right let let's go to the let's go to the timeline let's let's get it on and pop in here with the timeline and the first one here uh, uh you know I say it every week I put out the tweet uh we put out the tweet we say hey if you got questions let us know and uh Recovering Ridley Truther, uh, he hit us up at CWC Wood One and says, What are you guys doing with older wide receivers like Tyreek, A Rob, etc.? Have a few shears on the same team, trying to package them for a Higgins, Waddle, Lamb deal, but want to keep a couple in case they pop for league contention. Hope that made sense. Thoughts? All right. So th- this is. This is kind of an interesting uh, question. Like I said, we'll tie it back to the, uh, to the uh, startup that we're in. And we are what? We're 310 right now, right? Yep. 310. 310. So I think guys like Tyreek Hill still on the board. Guys, like, let me let me hit the buttons real quick and see who is still available um, at wide receiver. Uh, Mike Evans, still available. He might not even be that old. 28, so not like old, old, but, I mean, Tyreek is 28 too, so Keenan Allen, still on the board. Uh, let's scroll a little bit, you know. Amari Cooper still on the board. So, you know, really the only quote-unquote old guy, well, I guess DeFont Diggs, if 28 is old, is an old guy. He just got taken at 309 right before our pick. Um, I know that Devontae Adams was taken, but those are really like the only old wide receivers, right? Am I missing anyone? How old is Cooper Cup? 29, so he's old. He yeah. got taken, but I mean he's being taken after winning the wide receiving triple crown. So yeah. um, you know, you got a lot of guys who have proven it over the years that aren't being taken high in startups. And by the way, this is a this is a league where you start three wide receivers. So wide receivers have a little bit of extra value because uh because of how many you have to start. And we are, you know, we're still seeing guys like Tyreek Hill that might be taken in the fourth round. So I mean, I I mean, I'm keeping these guys unless like you know what do you do you think A Rob and a 23 first can get you Jalen Waddle?
1: That'd be a tough ask.
0: I mean, yeah, by I the think, way, Jalen yeah. Waddle was taken in this draft at, like, he just got taken. Like 305
1: pick, or something? 307.
0: So, I mean, he's on the board and guys like Tyreek – or he's off the board, excuse me, and guys like Tyreek Hill are still on the board. T. Higgins was taking the pick after him at 308. Yeah. So – those guys are off the board. Tyreek Hill is still on the board. I mean, we took we took Ceedee Lamb at well two hundred five. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, you're adding, and what are you adding? Like, I mean, I can see trying to trying to make a deal with a Rob because he's at best the number two option on that team. He's not, but, you know, T. Higgins, I guess, is technically the number two, but he plays a lot like a number one. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, we'll see how that works out this year because we don't know. We don't know what the offense is going to be, new head coach. And we don't know, you know, Tua has a relationship with Waddle from last year. Does he instantly find it with Tyreek, or is it more of a, you know, Hey, I got my guy that I'm used to, and you're gonna get yours too, but he's gonna be kind of my one A, you're gonna be my one B. You know, that that's gonna be, you know, there's question marks around, you know, a waddle and a Hill. So, you know, I'm thinking if you can get, you know, if you know, if A Rob in a first, I don't think it, I don't think it gets you, C D Lamb. That could be bias. That could be my own Dallas Cowboy bias in there. But I mean, you're not you're not a Cowboys fan, so you can you could tell me if I'm you know wild <laughs> and thinking that a 23 first and a Rob doesn't get you Lamb. No, but, I mean, I
1: was I was ready to, to take Lamb early where we took him because I think he's set up for for a good year and moving forward. Um, I think Higgins is probably the most accessible out of that trio because people are still uh, debating on whether he'll really keep his place with uh, Jamar Chase there. So yeah, a Robin. Yeah. Whatever you want to throw. If you want to try to throw a first at Higgins. Um, I think personally, I'd be looking at trying to move Tyreek for as high a pick as you can get. If you can get a 23 first for him, uh, hopefully maybe he starts off pretty quick and gets a couple big plays. They force on the ball in the first couple weeks. And then uh, yeah, maybe you flip him at that point for a 23 first. If you've got decent depth behind him. Otherwise, I mean, A Rob is a guy I'm trying to go get in a lot of leagues. Uh, try to downplay the age. Um, you know, took a year off, didn't have a great year, new situation. And, uh, you know, I I hope I can snag him for, I don't even know what I'd send at this point. I'm through most of my startups, but, you know, I would have I thrown uh, a mid late second at him and see if I could add him to my team versus some of the guys that were going at that point in these drafts. So, A Rob is a guy I'd, I'd be trying to get. I, I don't know that you're going to get the value. Uh, Really, truths are put it in the chat here. Um, you know, ADP and trade values don't really align. Uh, so, yeah, a Rob. I don't know that where you're going to get value for him unless he starts off well with Stafford. So he's a guy I'm holding. I'm going to give him the first few weeks. Give him till October. See if Stafford makes the connection there, which I I truly believe he could. I mean, he he made OBJ look like he turned the clock back a few times. So, um, yeah, I think I hold a Rob at least till the season starts. And if you get somebody that. Uh, really believes in what Tyreek is saying that he's building the connection with Tua that he really believes that Tua is going to get him the ball and let him do his thing, then great. Get him, move him for a first now. But both these guys are probably holds until you see what, what shakes out early in the season.
0: So here's, here's the thing. He's saying he's trying to package them and get younger at the position. So are you almost making a continuation play where maybe you trade Tyreek Hill? for 23 first if someone has them and then move the first right away to try to get Higgins or Waddle.
1: Uh, no, I, I didn't really take into that consideration. Like if you're trying to connect the two, then I would think Tyreek and A-Rob should get you to, to Higgins. Uh, I don't know if Tyreek and A-Rob will get you to Waddle. Cause that's, I think a lot of people are, are still kind of seeing Tyreek and Waddle valued similarly. They, they might not say it, but I think most people would probably expect that Tyreek outscores Waddle by a little bit this year. But I think that balance shifts pretty quickly um, just because Waddle is, is so talented as well. Uh, I don't think those two together will get you anywhere near Lamb, though.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing. I mean, I almost think no matter who out of those older wide receivers you take, you're going to need like a 23 first to get to one of the, the young guys, you know? I mean, is let's do it this way. Do you think anyone's doing Tyreek for Higgins straight up? Or I shouldn't say anyone. Cause there are people that will do it, but what do you think the likelihood is? Uh, you
1: might get 5% of managers that will say yes to that. So one in 20, if you're in 20 leagues, And if you have Tyreek in 20 leagues, you might get one
0: person to say yes to that. Um, Tyreek for Waddle? That's interesting because they're both on the same team. And I don't know how. Like, I wouldn't know. I would want the younger guy,
1: personally. Same. I would want the younger guy who flashed with the current quarterback.
0: Right. Even though the current quarterback might not be the current quarterback in 2023. All of a <laughs> oh, you stopped me in my tracks on that one. I said what um, I said. Yeah, I thought, yeah, we we all heard you too. People are gonna go back. I gotta learn how to uh, clip the videos so that I can just uh, I can throw these out at you when uh, when the time it it comes. But yeah, it, it's a tough one because I think unfortunately the guys that you're talking about have a lot of question marks like here's a guy and I talked about him and he was taken already in this draft, like Devonte Adams. Like, yes, he has, he has questions because he's going to a new team, but this was his college quarterback and the weapons, I don't think scare you as much. Like, yes, Hunter Renfro was a wide receiver one last year, but that was more because Hunter Renfro was it. Like it was Hunter Renfro. Uh, and Zay Jones, <laughs> like, like I mean, because guys got injured, you know, uh, and yeah. you know the unfortunate Henry Rugg situation, but you know Waller was injured, you know, so on and so forth. So you're looking at it now. And you go, yeah, you know Renfro is good, but is Renfro like the dude? This one. To- What's this one? Oh, here we go. AJ Brown is another guy I'm trying to pivot Tyreek plus to get. Now that's interesting. I think that's and- realistic,
1: and I would do that pretty quickly
0: what's what's the plus if a plus plus is needed in this situation?
1: I don't think you should need a plus. Um, yeah, I mean, it, a third, great. you want another you want to take another dart throw next year, a third. maybe that has a little cachet with it, but I'm not throwing much more uh, much more out there. I mean, it, it would have to be like your sixth or seventh wide receiver or maybe your fifth or sixth running back if you know maybe that other team needs a little depth going into the season. And you want to throw him a, I don't know, Jamal Williams or something like that. Great, go for it.
0: Can I tell you a secret? It's very interesting that this player was brought up. But let me let me tell you a secret. I'm a little worried about AJ Brown. And here's why. Not because he's not talented. Like he's super talented. That's not. It's about the guy throwing to him. And I know we're like and Jalen Hurts. He. He he's gonna throw better this year. Watch, he's gonna throw better. Watch, and and I heard that last year he's gonna throw better, and he did. He he had a higher completion percentage, but last year they won games when they ran the ball. They just did. They they tried, you know, the Jalen Hurts throw it thirty-five times a game thing at the beginning of the season, and they were getting they were getting whitewashed. And then Nick Sirianni, to his credit said we ain't winning games let's switch this around so you got A.J. Brown with a quarterback that is I mean at best average with his arm average and in Tennessee there was there was no wide receiver too it was the, the corpse of Julio Jones and you know the the potential of Corey Davis they got Devonta Smith, who was pretty good as a rookie last year. and Dallas Goddard, who, yeah, he might be more hype than actual production, but I think is a is a good NFL tight end. I mean, yikes. <laughs> I, I think things could be worse for AJ Brown than we we want to say in public because we like AJ Brown the guy. He, he's a great Twitter follow. He, you know, never hear anything <laughs> bad about the guy. You never hear, you know, that he's getting in trouble, staying out late, doing anything crazy. But you know, I So if I we had to take situation. one of
1: these two right now, would you rather take Tyreek with Tua? Or would you rather take AJ
0: Brown with Hertz? But you're gonna make me We had say to add it, one of these two guys to our team. You're gonna make me say it, aren't you? I'd I take Tyreek, man. I take Tyreek. Okay. okay. And well, and don't get me wrong, I, I mean, two scares the hell out of me too. But I, I've seen Tyreek do it on an offense where there's another dude that can get his. We've seen him do it with Travis Kelsey on the field, another dude that can get that's his. fair. I don't think we've ever seen AJ Brown do it with another guy on the field that can get his. Except so, in college. It, sure, except in college. But I mean. Let's face it. The NFL is a whole, a whole new bag, man. It's a whole new bag. And, you know, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. You know, that division is all, you know, that division has also never been good. And you can, you can laugh at the NFC East all you want, but come on, Jacksonville, Houston, (laughs) That, that, that was four games a season. And I mean, say what you want about the, uh, the New York giants and the, the Washington commanders, but they've pretty consistently had better records <laughs> than those two teams. So, you know, there, there is a slight upgrade in talent in the, uh, now Indianapolis is probably better than uh, maybe any team in the NFC East, to be honest, but you only have to play them twice. So, um, yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun one. Really Truth. there. I, I, I think I, I lean, your direction trying to get a little younger and i i believe in aj brown josh is uh is giving you the but but
0: i comp- think that but i do think that's the trade you try to make since i think we both i mean because you, drew you even said i don't think a plus is necessary to get there so maybe that's the trade you do you go hey i'll get a little bit younger i'm not giving up anything extra or if i am it's a third or a fourth or something silly like that and You move on and you go, hey, I got younger. And look, even if Tyreek smashes in Miami, right? What's he smashing for? Two more years? Hmm. Like if A.J. Brown, if I'm 100% right about everything with A.J. Brown, they're getting a new quarterback in 2023. (laughs) And they have draft capital on top of it. They have two first-round picks. (laughs) So they have ammunition, depending on where they land, to move up and get a quarterback in a class where apparently there's supposed to be like four guys that are supposed to be good. So, you know, that, that's something else to think of too. It may not just be like, you know, even if AJ Brown it, it is tough to handle for this year, you are probably looking at a, uh, a new quarterback in 2023, which might, you know, spring hope again. So that two good questions by our man, Ridley Truther. And remember, uh man, you put something on you put something on that tweet, it'll probably get on the show. Uh next one here is from Thomas O'Brien at Thomas O 54473516. I'll give the PSA. Thomas. Thomas. More numbers, on, man. man. You don't you don't need your social security number at the end of this thing, man. It's identity theft, man. Protect yourself. Don't put your, your SSN at the end of this thing. Uh, What would you rather have in a 12-team PPR Superflex dynasty, Zach Wilson and Hollywood Brown or Deshaun Watson? And I put this up here for a reason because I'm not going to give the percentages out yet, but they're lopsided. One side got significantly more than the other side. Um, So, Drew, let's start with you if you were presented with this trade, which side would you be happier about the Zach Wilson and Hollywood Brown side or the Deshaun Watson side? Uh, this for me falls into the,
1: where do I see my team category? So if I want points this year, then I'll, I'll take Zach Wilson, a starting quarterback and Hollywood who I think is going to do well, at least for the first few weeks, especially once he acclimates a little bit with Kyler. Uh, if I'm, Looking for you know what I think is long term value and, and I want to shoot for the upside, then yeah, I'll, I'll take Watson. You know, if I'm willing to sit on on this year, potentially shed the points and and see what I have in 2023. Um, yeah, I, I would not expect it to be as as imbalanced as it is because I think there's a, a pretty strong case to be made for either or. I thought you put this up here because Zach Wilson is one of our options right now at the quarterback <laughs> position. <laughs> Zach
0: Wilson is one of our options um, and. I know we got a few people from the uh, from the draft that are are keeping tabs on us to see uh, if we give anything away before we make the pick. But Zach. Zach Wilson is one of our options, uh, so I put this on here and I'll I'll give my rationale and then I will um, after I give the percentages so. Sixty six point eight percent went with the Zach Wilson Hollywood Brown side and thirty three point two percent went with the Deshaun Watson side. Here's my thing. This is one of those, you know. Gambles, and this is why it's a gamble, because right now Deshaun Watson is suspended for zero games now. We're all pretty confident that by the end of this thing, he's going to be suspended for a certain number of games. We don't know if that's going to be, you know, 6, 8, 10, the whole season. Who knows? But right now, I think is when you should be able to get your highest value because there's still hope that it's a 8-game suspension. And he plays half the season. And he's the guy from Houston who was a top five guy all the time. This is one of those deals that you take kind of after you find out (laughs) it's a 10, 12, 14 game suspension, whole season suspension, something like that, because. Yeah, if you need points and Deshaun is suspended for the season. Hollywood and Zach Wilson are going to get you more than zero, most likely, unless they both (laughs) somehow get season ending injuries, you know, in, in training camp, which is highly unlikely but i mean we're we're in a league deshaun watson was taken at the 206 yep guess who's still on the board zach wilson and hollywood brown and we're at the 310 so i mean again trade value and adp don't line up but using it as an example to say like Hey, this is kind of where we're valuing players right now on June 29th, and the value would say the Sean Watson greater sign those two guys By a lot because <laughs> I mean let's face it, unless we unless we break down and take Zach Wilson it is who who's going to take them? When is they going to get taken? You know Hollywood. I mean, there's only been a handful of wide receivers off the board. There's still guys like Tyreek Hill hanging out that we just spoke about, you know, in the last one. There's some good wide receivers. Keenan Allen, I mentioned, a lot of good wide receivers still hanging out. So, I mean, Marquise might be sitting another two or three rounds before his name is called. So it's like one of those things. Would you trade a, a mid second round in a startup for? Let's even say we break down and we take them right. We take Zach Wilson late third for a late third and a sixth. Would you do that startup trade? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying here is that for the fact that that side got almost 67 percent of the vote is kind of crazy, and maybe it's just you know the news hasn't been good the last month for Deshaun. So maybe people are just resigning themselves to the fact that he's going to be gone for a year and there's nothing any of us can do about it. And that could be true. I mean, it could be a year and he's, he's done, but even so Mike, you're going to have him in 2023. This is a dynasty league. This isn't, you know, this isn't redraft. This is super flex. It's not one QB, you know, kind of all the, precursors and yeah I I think if this was offered to me I have one share of Deshaun Watson and I would I, for that I would keep Deshaun Watson personally like so that that's why I put it on there I wanted to see if you if you got the same vibes I did or if you were kind of going mm-hmm. with the majority here and saying nah I get you know Zach Wilson in Hollywood and uh but hey listen to each their own make you can make the trade, make the trade. Every time, make yep. the trade. All right. This next one here is from Lugu at Lugu Dynasty. This is a Dynasty Superflex, which actually doesn't, doesn't matter to Superflex for this question. Uh, CMC, Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey, or our guy again, Hollywood Brown, and Chris Godwin. This is another one where I was very surprised. Um. Who would you go with here? You going with the Christian McCaffrey side, or are you taking Hollywood and uh, Chris Godwin? Man, that,
1: that is tough. Uh, I, I want the Hollywood and Godwin side because I think that they're going to play more games and ultimately score more points this year than Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think there. I would struggle with this where I, I think I would hope I could get more value for CMC once the season starts. Uh, but he's another guy who's sitting on our board right now at the three ten in a startup. Uh,
0: All right. So, spoiler alert: he's still going to be sitting there. So, everybody in the league, <laughs> your hopes, your dreams are still alive. You can still have Christian McCaffrey on the squad. I'm not. You know, there, there's actually a better chance of us taking Zach Wilson than there is of us taking Christian McCaffrey. One hundred I, I would put, I will put that out there. You can bet that in Vegas right now a uh, better shot that we take Zach Wilson, but keep, keep on going. Yeah. So I, I think
1: the pragmatic side of me would say, go Hollywood, go Godwin. I think the gambler side would say, yeah, I'll, I'll take CMC and then trust that he has a couple of good, a uh, couple of good weeks and I can, I can turn him into something a little bit more, but even then, once you get into the season, uh, I mean, what happens if Hollywood has three touchdowns by week two? So yeah, I, I'm with uh, I'm with the Hollywood side on this one.
0: Uh yeah, so am I, and it's it's not very hard for me. Look, could could Chris McCaffrey show show up this year, play 14-15 games, and be the RB one in a landslide? Absolutely. Do I think the odds of that are high? Absolutely not. Listen, you know. You'll get all the people that say, you know, you can't predict injuries. Injuries are random. I get it. But you know what's not random? Running backs breaking down. And trust me, there are very few, if any, running backs that got as many touches as Christian McCaffrey did leading up to two years ago when we started seeing injuries that were keeping him out. I mean, dude was getting... You know, what, 200 rushes and then over 100 targets on top or over 100 receptions, honestly. I mean, like, you can only do that for so long before you start breaking down unless, you you know, you're a, a cyborg like Adrian Peterson or the like Danny and Tomlinson. Like, those are the only guys that were getting work like that, that never really, like, hit the wall until, like, age got to them. But that That's it. And we're even starting to see it a little bit with Zeke. And it's funny because Zeke has played more games. But yet we are like down on Zeke. We're like, Zeke, oh, this dude stinks. Like, and it's like, but wait a minute, dude has always been a top 12 running back since he's since he's entered the league. And one of those one of those years, he was suspended for six games. He was still a top 12 running back. Like, think about that. He got a zero in six games and was still a, 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 a top 12 running back. And we kick that dude to the curb and he plays. He doesn't miss games. But we're like, ah, you, you gotta take Christian McCaffrey early because he can get 30 points a week and he can. Well, if he only does it for four weeks, who cares? Like you can you can victory tour for four weeks and then what? Now, if you're betting, hey, he plays 14, and he's gonna get, he's gonna average 30 for 14 weeks, dude. You got it. You got a, a league winner. But I've seen a dude break down two years in a row, and not, not, you know, not in a yep. good way. Not that there's a good way to break down, but still, you know, it, it. It won't be me. Not in any startup, unless it's like really late where I'm like, okay, the, the hate is real, but the hate would have to be really real and it's not like i've done a couple startups and the hate ain't real like he's getting taken with decent draft capital he's not getting taken you know 101 1 or 2 anymore like he used to but you know i've seen him taken in in the second round a couple times startup you know third round fourth round like he's always taken before, before zeke Yeah, you know, you know Zeke is going to play every week. Yeah, it's not going to be thirty points a week like Christian McCaffrey, but dude's going to play every week. You know, he's either going to have a very average game or a big blow up game. He doesn't really have like bad games where you are like, oh, my RB two scored me, you know, three points. I don't really have those games, you know, but might be (laughs) twelve, you know, and you are like, you know, I wish that was like eighteen, but you know. That That's why I was very surprised because the it's 38% for the Hollywood and Godwin side and 62% for the CMC side. And I'm just like, man, you know, Hollywood is going to be like kind of all by himself. I mean, Zach Ertz will be, be there for the first six weeks, but that's it in the past game. <laughs> like for the first six weeks, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be suspended. And then, you know, Chris Godwin is probably going to miss the first six weeks at least of the season. But if you get him week eight and he kind of hits the ground running with Tom Brady throwing him the ball, that's nice. Like, yep. you're going to be happy about that. So, man, I mean, we still love ourselves some Christian McCaffrey. Maybe I'm too low on him. I don't know. But such is life. Um, you know what? We got to skip down Nets. to this other one here.
1: We got to skip down to one here, and then we got to make our pick. All right. Read it off. Ron Stewart. At Ron Stewart underscore. He says, give me Albert O over Dawson Knox in all formats.
0: I'm, I'm going to let you go first because I know you got you to have some feelings on that.
1: Why did you so, put this on here, Josh?
0: I put it on here because I don't know if you read further. I don't know if you looked at the tweet and read further. I did not. Okay. So, but before we read further, I, I want you to give your, I want you to give your opinion on it. Why, why is this unequivocally the wrong take to have?
1: You always go with a guy that has Josh Allen throwing him the ball. Uh, no, I think, uh, I think Alberto has a, a good chance to be decent this year. I, I see Dawson Knox probably uh, pretty close to what I expect Albert O's season to be. If Albert O has a season this year, like Dawson Knox had last year, I, I think we'll all be very, very happy. And then some of those trades that people made after Noah Fant got traded uh, will be more justified, but he's still competing with uh, some good talent around him. Uh, you got Corton Sutton, you got Jerry Judy who should bounce back. You've got Tim Patrick is still there. You've got two very good running backs coming out of the backfield. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know that I see Albert O uh, just absolutely blowing up um, with Russ. I, I love, you know, huge upgrade for the Broncos having Russ there. So uh, really nice boost. And I've got Albert O in probably, you know, three or four different leagues. So I'm certainly hoping that there's some, some upside there. Uh, and there's, you know, I know Dawson Knox was – TE or t- touchdown heavy last year so uh, a lot of people are are, you know rightfully so saying that's not necessarily uh going to be repeatable but uh, you know outside of Stefan Diggs we got Jameson Crowder I think Gabe Davis will still get some of his I don't know that he's going to gain a lot you know his first two years average of of uh Targets is still relatively middle of the road. What was he, 60, 65 each year or something like that? So I don't see that, you know, ballooning to 80 or 100 targets. So I think there will be enough to go around for Dawson Knox to have uh, enough usage this year. So out of those two, I I think it's probably closer than I made it out to be to start, but uh, certainly some personal feelings in there. But I think, you know, for the two, unless there's a huge, huge difference in ADP or uh, cost to get one on your team,
0: uh, I'll still roll with Dawson Knox in most formats. All right. So, so Ron gave some of them statistics that we all we all like to take looks at. So, Dawson Knox, elite quarterback, he says, three wide receivers ahead in the packing order. I don't know if that's true with the three wide receivers. Yes, Stefan Diggs, definitely ahead of him. He actually had more targets than Gabe Davis last year. So that's, that's an interesting little tidbit. And then I guess the third uh, wide receiver would be Jamison Crowder, which I would not be shocked if Crowder has more, uh, more targets than Knox this year. Speed score, 109, which is the 86th percentile. Uh, targets per route run, 15%. That's tied for 41st. Yards per route run, 1.29, which is 30th. Let's go to Albert O. Alberto, elite quarterback, may even have the better quarterback. (laughs) I had to throw that in there on on Drew because Drew hates Russ Wilson. Um, Three wide receivers ahead in the pecking order, which I think is is probably right. Uh, Speed score, 129.6, which is in the 100th percentile. So 100th percentile versus 86th percentile, so better speed score. Targets per route run, 24%, which is tied for sixth, which is better than Dawson Knox tied for 41st. And then yards per route run, 1.99, which is tied for sixth, as opposed to 30th for Dawson Knox. So when Albert O was on the field, Albert O did some things. And there's no Noah Fant there to keep him off the field. So Ron Stewart with some very uh, persuasive stats, and honestly, I've been saying it, and I know Drew does not like it when I say it, but I have a feeling that Dawson Knox is the 2022 version of Bob Tanya. Mm. Um, we got we got happy about a guy that scored a, scored us a bunch of touchdowns, and hey, listen. That's exciting, but we've never really seen it from Dawson Knox before, and then we see it one time, and God, I hate hate chasing those tight ends that do it one time. You know, before 2021, Dawson Knox never had 30 receptions in a season. That's crazy. Great, 30 receptions. I feel like there's, like, fullbacks. That can get you 30 receptions. <laughs> Never had before 2021. Never had. Never had 400 yards receiving before 2021. That's that's not a lot of yards. Never had more than four touchdowns in a season before 2021. I mean, it just was like, uh, Dawson Knox, I, I'm sure in some later rounds, we might have a Dawson Knox argument. Like we had a, uh, like we had a disagreement about who to take in the first. Um, and I, I'm Should not taking Russ. It. Hey, listen, listen, I'm not here. I'm Listen, we took who we took and we're going to build a damn good team. That, I'm not worried about that. We're going to build a damn good team. But Dawson Knox ain't going to be on it. I'm sorry, Drew. You know, I would have loved to have, to have had Stefan who went the pick before us. I'm not anti. Buffalo Bill. Hell, there might be a Devin Singletary spotting on the squad. I like Singletary too. Dawson Knox. No, sir. Wow. You know, you know. Wow. He's he's not it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Cause I I am I am not convinced. <laughs> we see this all the time, man. We see this all the time. We see the Logan Thomases of the world, the Bob Canyons of the world that have these blow one blow up season after they've been in the league for a little bit. And yeah, Dawson Knox has only been in the league for three years. So maybe this was the breakout, the 30 year breakout that we used to talk about wide receivers all the time. But man, that, that offense is, is very good. And all they did was just, you know, they added weapons. They drafted Khalil Shakir. They got Jameson Crowder on free agency. Uh, they drafted James Cook. Like, they didn't stand pat. They brought more weapons. And I don't think that I don't think that spells fantasy. Did not
1: draft a tight end. I mean they brought in OJ Howard for whatever he's worth.
0: They brought in OJ Howard. <laughs> I mean, they they did not love Dawson Knox so much that they didn't bring in a, he needs a former no he needs a substitute. <laughs> Dawson Knox don't get hurt. OJ Howard is just waiting in the wings God. to uh that's been OJ Howard's problem, though. OJ Howard's problem has been staying healthy. So maybe he gets to sit on the bench, rest up. He's not putting his body through that wear and tear. Then just waiting for Dawson Knox in the wings. Just like, don't get hurt, Dawson. Because if you do, I'm not gonna have all that tight end one wear and tear on the body. So it'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see, but very interesting argument made for Albert O over Dawson Knox, and I'm not gonna lie. Albert O, he can have a spot on the squad. Dawson oh, Knox, yeah. however, he, he's on the no fly list. He's wow, he, not on any team that I have. He is on the, uh, the no fly list. The you can have him, you can do whatever you want with him, but he's not gonna be on my squad. So, right.
1: well, we're not we're not there yet. We got more
0: time. More time we got more well, you know what we don't have more time for making this damn pick, Drew. We've we've strung people along long enough, we gotta make this damn pick. So we are in a 14-team super flex dynasty league. It is PPR, and there is a 2.0 tight end premium. So these tight ends, they're gonna score them points. So in the first round. We went with tight end one, Mark Andrews. Then, uh, sorry, I should say this: we're we're out of the tenth pick, so we're picking tenth in all the odd number rounds. We're picking fifth in all the even number rounds. Obviously, barring any trades that might get me. So one ten, we go Mark Andrews, tight end one. Then second round, quarterbacks. They got gross very quick. We could have taken. We could have taken an Aaron Rodgers. We could have taken a Kirk Cousins. Value wasn't there, and you know we tried trading back. No one wanted to trade back with us. Everyone in that league is scared of us, and I get it. I get it. We're two. Uh, <laughs> we're two handsome, uh, elite level dynasty players, and they don't. They don't want to give us extra ammunition to to beat them with. So we couldn't trade back. Um, so we, we went with CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I think we both can agree CeeDee Lamb. He is, uh, he's going to be the guy in town. Uh, Amari Cooper traded. Michael Gallup is going to be injured for a while. Uh, Jalen Tolbert was taken in the third round, but third round rookies, you know, can't expect them to just hit the ground running day one. and um and just produce at elite levels. So, Drew, mm. what do you think about quarterback here? Let me let me read off some of these quarterbacks because we have zero quarterbacks right now. Third round, 14-team Superflex. We have zero, count them, zero quarterbacks. Uh, quarterbacks still left on the board. We got Tom Brady. We got Matt Ryan. Now, I'm just reading this in order of ADP. Uh, We got Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, famous Jameis Winston, Mitchell Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, who we spoke about earlier, Davis Mills, Jared Goff, and Daniel Jones. That's kind of the first first page here. I'm not going to go any further than that because I don't think we need to. Mm-mm. So how are you feeling about these quarterbacks at 310? What mm. Does anyone get you hot and bothered? Only exactly. one guy gets me hot and bothered. Uh, neither hot nor bothered. That's the only guy that gets me hot and bothered, he's only going to play for a year. But he's probably going to have damn near 5,000 yards and probably – Forty, forty-five touchdowns, and that's Tom Brady. That's it. That that's the only guy that, that I'm like. And that and I think that's because at this point, if we don't take a quarterback, dude, we I mean we might be we might be fighting over uh like Marcus Mariota versus Jameis Winston. Like <laughs> we could we could be in those depths real quick because the uh the first couple of rounds of this uh this startup qb heavy is is an understatement it is uh i'm not going to count up the amount of quarterbacks taken but i'm guessing it's between like 16 and 20 in the first 37 picks
1: there are a couple so, of bold moves to uh there's a couple of qb rooms here that look stacked to start I forgot what we've got here—a Kyler Murray and a Justin Herbert combo, was it, or
0: Josh Allen and and uh, Kyler Murray and something like that? But we got to remember too; those guys are going to have some very interesting decisions to make when it comes to what the rest of the team looks like. Yeah, quarterback—they're going to be set, barring injury and barring bye weeks. But it's like, okay, what does everybody else look like? So we have a Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, quarterback room. Nice. Uh we got a Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes quarterback room. Nice. Here's an interesting one. The other drill. Trey Lance, Matthew Stafford. That's an interesting, interesting one. Uh any other here we go. We got we got the uh the young quarterback room here from not not Scott's team. Joe Burrow and Mac Jones. A little bit of, little bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll there for you if you uh, if you mm. like that in your quarterback room. Here's another one. Derek Carr and Lamar Jackson. That's a mm. that's a I low like that key. One. That's a low key, very nice quarterback room.
1: And they I don't think they had to give much up to get that. I think those are just the straight picks. Yeah, that
0: might
1: was nice. Be, yeah, that was nice. Uh,
0: that that's policy gronks. I do want to shout these teams out that we're talking about right now. All right, here's one. Uh, our DAP Network brothers, friends of the show, uh, Andrew Hall and Bobby Koch, they're tag teaming, like we're tag teaming on, on this draft. Jalen Hurts, and the, the quarterback I was lobbying for, uh, Russell Wilson. That's a very interesting, that's a very interesting room right there. That's a very interesting room. But I like, I like the low key underrated Lamar Jackson, Derek Carver. Mm -hmm. Obviously you got your heavy hitters. You got your Josh Allen, Kyler Murray's, and you got your, uh, you got your Patrick Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert. And I'm sure the weeks since uh, Herbert and uh, Mahomes playing the same division, those weeks that they play each other is probably going to be, you know, you probably gonna have two fifty point trainer. quarterbacks, but, <laughs> exactly. but uh but uh but you know, for not big names. I mean, I think Lamar's still a big name, but Derek Carr, I think, is a very yeah. very underrated in fantasy. I like yeah. that little key from Policy Gronks there. So, as you can see, just by the QBs we read off, and there's QBs on other teams, we are we are in some uh, we're we're in some sketchy territory. If we don't take a quarterback here, however, since all these quarterbacks are gone, there are some very interesting, interesting picks to be had at other positions. So, again, just reading off of ADP, that dude we talked about earlier, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, uh, King Henry, Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook, so some older but proven running backs. Mm -hmm. Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, a lot of running backs going on. Uh, Alvin Kamara, who, you know, he could be looking at a six-game suspension himself. Saquon, we talked about him. Tyreek is still hanging out. Uh, Aaron Jones is still hanging out. A.J. Brown is still hanging out. So, interesting at other positions uh since the uh and obviously I'm just reading ADP there's probably some other guys that we would be more interested in than maybe some of the names I read but uh the value obviously is to be had still at the the running back and wide receiver position since they're being neglected for right now in order to try to build up the quarterback. So all right Drew what are you thinking what have you looked at what uh what has caught your eye? Are we going with a quarterback?
1: Well, if if we want to try to do anything this year, we have to. And if we if we want to do that, then uh, I think you're right that Tom Brady is the way to go. And we pick in eight picks after this, and we'll have tons of value otherwise. Uh, and honestly, by then we may have some some more direction based on where our league mates go here. So. um I'm pretty comfortable going that way if we want to try to to make some noise this year. I know you and I talked about do we kind of punt this year and see if we can get into uh, a better position to get an early pick next year and try to set ourselves up with uh, some younger guys that could carry us along the way. But um, I don't know. I have a a hard time throwing in the towel before a
0: team is fully formed, I guess. So here's a question. And I know because I put this in the league chat, because I think I think these are fun exercises and I don't mind letting people who are drafting with us into I, I personally don't I don't know how you feel about Drew. I don't mind letting people behind the curtain because this is like do you remember you probably remember those choose your own adventure books
1: mm-hmm.
0: A startup draft is a choose your own adventure book because guess what like we said, we talked about maybe punting it, trying to get the 101 and kind of taking hold of the 2023 draft. Cool. But what what happens if we start getting like crazy values? Do you know, we we you know, page 76 may have been punted for the 101, but page 122 might be hey, let's win this whole damn thing. And we, we might have picked page 76 and, you know, you would read the page and, you know, you die because you walked into some trap and then you kind of flip back and go, okay, let me go to page 102 now and see. Because <laughs> obviously that was probably the right way to go. And that's what happens in startup drafts. You go, all right, we kind of have this plan. Oh, wait a minute. 12, you know, 16 to 20 of the first 37 picks are quarterbacks. <laughs> we got to change. We gotta shift gears here, we gotta change strategies, we gotta see, we gotta do what everyone else isn't doing. So I don't mind talking about this because I don't mind people hearing what what we wanna do in the moment, because guess what, round five, round eight, round 12, the game might be totally different and we're talking about a new set of circumstances that we couldn't have foreseen in round three. If we took Brady here, would you be, are you committing yourself then? Because you're committing yourself to win. Are you committing yourself to a quarterback in the fourth then? Because don't you almost to win a super flex, don't you almost need two quarterbacks? Well, I'm gonna piss John Hogue off
1: here, but uh I don't think every every league that's what needs to happen. I think in a lot of leagues that's probably how it shakes out. Um but uh, for our old uh, stats friends here, right, correlation does not mean causation. So just because you had two quarterbacks does not mean that is why you won your Superflex League. Uh, I know 14-team quarterback feels a lot more urgent, uh, but that means that there are other positions that can make up the points. So that's that's where I I, had, I don't know that I would be completely committed to that. I think there's still – I mean, that's what trading's for, right? You know, if, if somebody so cool. has an injury – It's a, you know, 14 team league quarterbacks, typically harder to trade for, Um, you know, I think, I I think Brady knows himself well enough. I don't know. I think there's always a little bit of hubris in these elite athletes that think they can probably go a season or two more than they probably should. But I think Tom Brady is probably one of the most in tune, realistic people when it comes to this uh, type of thing. So if he's committing to another year, I've got to believe he's, he's going to play pretty well. Uh, and that will always be demand in demand in a super flex league. So I, uh, I don't absolutely. know. Yeah. I don't know uh, that we, we'd be locked into a quarterback next. So I'm not scared about it. Uh, I'm not, like I said, I think uh, just like you're saying, you know, we might in the next eight picks, our league might tell us which direction we have to go next. So, uh, so I'm, I'm open, but if, if we're going quarterback, I do agree. I think Brady is it. And I think he, if he plays like a top 10 quarterback this year, that will still give us a significant edge over two-thirds of our league.
0: And think about this, man. You said if, right? And honestly, I think the only thing that stops Tom Brady from being Tom Brady is an injury. The dude is – every time he steps out on the field, he's at the top of his game. And, yes, Chris Godwin's going to be gone for a segment of the season. We don't know how long that's going to be. FYI, he's still got Mike Evans. Tom Brady made a personal pitch to get Russell Gage. Now, do I think Russell Gage is going to be you know, a Chris Godwin-like player while Chris Godwin is gone? Probably not. But is he an adequate person to have as a wide receiver too while Chris Godwin gets on the men? Yeah. We saw flashes from him in Atlanta when he needed to step up because there was no one else around. Uh, you know, tight end, who knows, you know, some people are saying, get your K-dot while you can. Other people are saying Cam Brady is that dude, but they still got Lombardi, Letty, man. Leonard Fournette, that dude catches passes. He, he looks like he just ate all he could at an all you can eat buffet. Actually, he looks like he ate all the buffet had, but he catches passes and he, and he, he gets you yards. And like Tom Brady still has weapons. Yes, Chris Godwin is hurt. Gronk looks like he retired. I wouldn't be shocked to see in week four. Gronk comes back and goes, Just kidding. I didn't want to do training camp. <laughs> I just wanted to show up and play. Here we go. And Tom Brady's the type of dude that, you know, there's always crazy cuts every year, you know, to get down to 53 before the season starts. Like, Tom Brady can get just about anybody in the league to come play. What if somebody crazy gets cut that we're not thinking about right now? And it's like Tom Brady goes, hey, wanna go try to win a Super Bowl? And that's it's real coming out of his mouth. It's not, you know, some second or third year quarterback who hasn't had the success saying that. That's Tom Brady who has more Super Bowls by himself than every NFL team. Like if he says, hey, let's come win a super bowl like you believe it coming out of his mouth so i mean i, I think they they could even get i mean they made they made antonio brown for like a season and a half like <laughs> that's crazy like, nobody since the steelers had been able to do that so i mean i like tom brady you like tom brady is there any position player that you're like you know what this is better, better than tom brady
1: there will cool. be some really good value still in our 405 and eight picks, no matter which combination of players get taken.
0: Hey, let's talk about that 405 real quick, though. We got a trade offer. Read, read that off, and let's talk about that. We talked about it a little bit beforehand, but let's talk about it.
1: All right. We'll go through this pretty quick here. We got uh, yep. got somebody offering us um, the 708 and the 1009 and they want our 405 and 1405
0: in return. And uh, so, yeah, go ahead. So this is how, this is how I feel about startups. I want as many picks as possible in the top 50. So on the 14 teamer, that's pretty much the first 3 rounds. We weren't able to make any trade backs unfortunately. We haven't gotten any trades for this pick. I was hoping that uh that the league would uh would maybe shoot some stuff into our box. To try to uh take this pick from us, but it hasn't happened. I'm just gonna double check real quick. No, Did we nope, we haven't gotten anything. So um getting picks in the first 50 is probably pretty much done for us, which is yep. fine. You know, sometimes you you get that stuff, sometimes you don't. I'm not moving back. So 405 is what? Three times 14. 47. Is 47. Pick 47. That's the top 50 pick. I'm not giving that up to move back three rounds into the seventh and then move up four rounds into the 10th. Because let's face it, this is a 14 team league. You know what's gonna happen in the seventh round? We're gonna look around. We're gonna be like that, that meme from uh uh, pulp fiction where we just walk into the room and we're like like we're gonna look at these guys and we're be like oh man this is this is tough are there gonna be good players there yes but the player pool isn't gonna be what it is at 405 and then moving up four rounds dude like yeah that'll be nice but what are we getting in the tenth round you know, almost 140 picks are taken. Yeah. There you go. Say you start a 14-team Superflex Premium with Justin Jefferson and Deshaun Watson. Who do you like in the third, asking for a friend? Uh, Aaron, you are our friend. We're in a league with you. We're playing against you, but you're still our friend. So I'm going to be dead honest with you. Who do I like in the third? A quarterback. Because I don't think Deshaun Watson is playing a single game. And a month ago, I would have told you something different. But man, it looks like we're coming. The train is on the track. And we're coming to a full year suspension for Deshaun Watson. So if that's the case, you have, a, you have an elite wide receiver. And no quarterbacks in a 14-team. Tight end, premium superflex. You're in a very similar position to us. We have no quarterbacks right now, and I think you're in a very similar position. I will grab a quarterback, and you're not going to like it. It is going to stink out loud to take what's left after we take Tom Brady. By the way, we are taking mm. Tom Brady. Mm. It is you're not select player. Yeah, we're gonna select the player right now. Don't fat finger this, Drew. Don't mess up and get us, you know. Baker Mayfield or somebody like that. Uh, Wait,
1: is Tom Brady different than Thomas Brady?
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't care what his I don't care what his government name is. Just make sure you take the right one. Um. um yeah, yeah, Aaron. Quarterback. Uh, quarterback doesn't look good. I mean, Drew, do you have? Any other suggestions?
1: Yeah, I I, I still approach this from, uh, I want the value. And I think we cornered ourselves because we know for sure we don't have a quarterback. There's still a possibility that Deshaun Watson might play some this year. And even like you were saying earlier, even if he gets all season, we'll at least know how to value him then. Uh, We'll have a better picture. And I think once you get into the season, if you build your team well, and you know, because what's the difference between taking, you know, Jameis Winston now or Zach Wilson and another round, round and a half?
0: I don't but Zach the Wilson there for you. It may not be. It may not be. That, like, um, like there's still. I mean, as much as we're talking about a 14 team super flex League, there are a lot of teams still with one quarterback, and that is going to. I mean, we're worried about it because we think it's going to dry up by the time our next pick comes. I mean, Aaron is picking, what, a pick or two ahead of us? So if we're worried about it, even in the fourth, with what is that, eight picks in between, he's he's got to be even more worried about it. Because it let's say, let's say he takes Austin Eckler, right? Austin Eckler, better value than you know, Zach Wilson or Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota or whatever quarterback you like, you could, you could literally be sitting at your next pick and the options are Carson Wentz, Davis Mills, Matt Ryan. I'm just this is all I'm saying. I mean, now me personally, I would have had that, I would have had that quarterback in the first round. Me personally. Because these 14 team, man, they get they get rough and they get wild. People they know what the deal is and they get quarterbacks. And I like the upside of Deshaun Watson, but man, what do you what do you think? Like, what do you think the probability is like percentage wise? that Deshaun Watson plays a single game in 2022? I don't know. Maybe I'm optimistic. 20%? Yeah, I'm going to half it and say 10%. So you're telling him he's got a 20% chance. He's got a 20% chance to have a quarterback for some segment of the season. That, That is... Yikes. That is yikes. That is what it is. It's yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And the well, thing is, is that as much as you say, hey, does it matter if you wait eight picks or nine picks or ten picks and get get your boy Jameis Winston out or get him in ten picks, the problem is you might not be there in ten picks. That's when you kind of look at who's between you, your picks, and see what their quarterback rooms look like. You know, if, if you got the guy who has uh, Herbert and Mahomes picking, all right, you can cross them off the list. They're not taking quarterback. You got the Josh Allen, Kyler Murray guy, all right, you can cross them off the list. They're not taking a quarterback. But if you got the guy who has just one quarterback on their team and they're looking and they're like, whoo, it's looking gross, like they could take a quarterback. <laughs> Especially if they have two picks before you have one. That's the thing you got to look at. And that's why I said, dude, I'd be, um, bigger grabbing that quarterback one one more on the way out though one more on the way out oh by the way i'm on the trade if i'm giving up the 405 i need a fifth i need i need either a pick later in that round in the fourth and if you don't have a pick later in that round i need your fifth and then i need like your seventh and i'll give you like a tenth and we can go with god like that because Again, I don't give up top 50 picks without getting something out of the deal, and a, a seventh and a tenth eh, I don't care. I don't care about those guys. you know i I, I don't like they're going to be on the team. We're making picks in those rounds <laughs> unless we make trades. We're making picks in those rounds, but you know, four or five, I think is going to have a lot bigger of an impact on our team than seven, something. but we'll this one on the way out. Lindsey Kennedy, my stubborn ass is picking Dawson Knox now That if I'm Drew. Drew is not going to pick Dawson Knox. You know why? Because he knows deep down in his heart, Dawson Knox, on his birth certificate, it says Bob Tanya. And he don't want that in his life. We already have the tight end one. And Mark Andrews. Well, we don't need Dawson Knox getting... Forty receptions for 500 yards and three touchdowns. We don't need that at, in our life. We want we want elite upside. uh here we go. Aaron said, "I don't think Watson is playing this year, but took him with the shot of upside next year and going forward." Hey, in that case, maybe don't take the quarterback. Tank this bad boy. If you, if your thing is, you know, you're getting that you're getting that upside next year. Then build this team for next year. Who's who's young and hungry that that's sitting out there, you know? Find find that guy that you like, and say, listen, you know, I'll I'll take um, you know, I'll take a wide receiver in this round, and maybe I'll take um, Zach Wilson in the next round. He's young. They they put some weapons around him. They gave him like three tight ends. <laughs> They they took um, they took Garrett Wilson, you know they 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 took Brees Hall. They built around them, so take them and say, hey, maybe all maybe all these parts are going to bring Zach Wilson to the next level, and do that in in, in the fourth round. If your plan is kind of like, listen, Watson ain't playing this year, but I got a top five quarterback, a top five potential quarterback in the second round, and then tank it for that one-on-one you know just get get youth go young and roll out so i want to uh i want to thank everybody for tuning in man it's it's awesome we love you guys uh a lot of people are you know coming in and out of the chat uh aaron of course coming in Lindsay coming in uh trying to trying to divide our united front here over dawson knox Listen, the 17th round is is far away. We'll talk about Dawson Knox then. Uh, We're covering Ridley Truther. Uh, Appreciate all you guys. Uh, You know, Even if you didn't, throw something in the chat. We still appreciate you for coming on, viewing. It it means the world to us. Just remember to subscribe, like the video, throw a comment on there. All that stuff matters. And if you didn't do the live thing, hey, thank you for doing the podcast thing. Because if you're listening at this point, you did the podcast thing. An hour and 21 minutes, that's a long time. You could be doing anything, and you decided to spend that time with us. And we appreciate that. Remember, if you tripped and fell, found this, hit subscribe. Uh, if you already subscribed and you can do the rate and review on your podcast directory, please do that. It means the world to us. And, Drew, on that note, we are out of here.
1: Late.